Welcome to the Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus. Our world is full of incomplete solutions, leaving people searching for more. God's only solution for all mankind, for all time, is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The Solution Radio Show will help you to grow in your relationship with God as your Heavenly Father. Your purpose is far greater than the day-to-day circumstances of life. Let's join Greg as he shares God's Word with us today. God bless you and welcome to The Solution. The Solution is broadcast on KLNG in Omaha, Nebraska. And I know recently, the last uh, couple, three, four weeks, the Omaha area has uh, had quite a bit of flooding going on in Nebraska area. And I just wanted to let you know that uh, you're definitely in our prayers there. And we're praying for the floodwaters to quickly recede and that there's just a quick recovery for all those affected. I know that that can be some challenging times, and uh, you are in our prayers. This past month has been a challenging time for me as well in the area of my health. Uh, Usually, I'm a pretty healthy person. I don't get sick very often. Um, I know the Word of God says that I have been healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. I believe that. I know that it's God's will for me to be healthy and really not to suffer any type of physical ailment, and, and if I do, to, to be healed of it. And today I'm just continuing to thank our Heavenly Father for His healing deliverance in my life, and I, I am doing so much better today than I was last week or the week before that. But this past week was especially challenging in the sense that I, I couldn't really accomplish much of anything because of the way my body was feeling. There were a couple days, literally, where I had to sleep for 12-plus hours. And as I was dealing with that situation, it really got me to think about the value of health and the value of time. So that sort of brings us to the topic of what we're going to look at today in God's Word, specifically the value of time, redeeming the time. We can see that God is not constrained by time. He dwells in eternity. Uh, Psalm 90 verse 4 illustrates uh, the eternal God's relationship to time. It says here in verse 4, Psalm 90, For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. And then in Peter we see a very similar verse illustrating God's relationship to time in, in 2 Peter chapter 3 verses 8 and 9. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God dwells in eternity, outside of time. In one sense, the constraints of time for you and I are not a limitation on an eternal God who has foreknowledge. Psalm 45, verse 6, the English Standard Version, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of uprightness. God's throne is forever and ever. It is an eternal throne. And the scepter here, this is a symbol of authority. The authority of God is upright and righteous. His judgment is just. God has the authority to exercise his righteous judgment forever and ever. Psalm 145, uh, we're going to read here quite a few verses from this psalm, uh, verses 8 through 21. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. 
What a great verse that is. Our Heavenly Father, He's gracious. He's full of compassion. He's slow to anger. Great mercy. Not just mercy, but great mercy. Let's continue in verse 9. It says, The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. Verse 11, They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power, to make known to the sons of men your mighty acts and the glorious majesty of your kingdom. Verse 19, Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. God's kingdom is everlasting. Verse 14, The Lord upholds all that fall, and he raises up all those that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon him, and God gives them their meat in due season. He opens his hand, and he satisfies the desire of every living thing. Verse 17, The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and he's holy in all his works. The Lord is near unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that reverence him. He also will hear their cry, and he will save them. Verse 20 here of Psalm 145, The Lord preserves all them that love him, but all the wicked will he destroy. My mouth, my mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. This is the God who is your Father if you have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the God that transcends time and knows the end before the beginning. He's very gracious. He is righteous. He is holy in all his works. He's near unto us when we call upon him. And he fulfills the desire of them that reverence him. What a wonderful father we have. And his kingdom is from everlasting to everlasting. Now let's look in Isaiah chapter 40. Uh, verses 28 through 31. This is the English Standard Version. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. But, verse 31, but in contrast to that, those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. For those of us who wait, and that wait, it's to hope or to expect. And all of that, that hoping in God, expecting from God, is a result of trusting God. Our God is strong. He is gracious. He is merciful. He provides. He strengthens those that need strength. This causes me to ask the question, what would it be like to fully trust my Heavenly Father, the God who inhabits eternity and knows the end before the beginning? What would your life be like if you fully trusted and obeyed the God of love who only desires his best for you. I say it would be a very exciting life. 
It surely would not be a dull moment and we would see every need met in every area of our life. Look at Jeremiah uh, chapter 17. Uh, We'll read here verses 5 through 8. Verse 5 says, Thus says the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his arm and whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be this man that trusts in man and who departs from the Lord He shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabited. Here where it talks about a heath in the desert, this heath in the desert is a small shrub. It grows between the rocks, and its leaves, they're like little pine needles. And the goats, they eat these pine needle-like leaves off the plant. The plant always looks barren. Here it sets the person who trusts in his own ability apart from God and allows his heart to depart from God will be like this heath in the desert. His life will be barren. His life will be unfruitful. Now this person in the eyes of the world may appear as successful, but in the context of eternity and God's perspective, they are barren. Now, in contrast to what we saw there in verses 5 and 6, let's look at verses 7 and 8. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreads out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat comes. But her leaf shall be green and shall not be anxious in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. You see, the ones who trust in God are blessed. They are like a tree planted by the water. Their roots of trust are deep in the heart of the living God. The circumstances of life do not prevent them from yielding fruit in their life. Those who trust in the Lord are not anxious. They're not worried, no matter what the circumstance might be. They know that their Father, the God who inhabits eternity, He provides and He protects. Right now, today, for you and myself, time is limited. We have 24 hours in a day. No more, no less. We might live to be 30 or 90 or 100, but we have a finite number of years to live. What are we living for? How are we spending our time? We spend our time on what we consider to be important. What is important to you? Last week for me, not being able to do what my heart desired to do because of physical illness, it caused me to reflect. It really did cause me to reflect on the life I live. Do I live out of anxiety or do I live out of knowing God's love and trusting him? I admit, you know, sometimes I live out of anxiety because of the circumstances I find myself in. I need to eliminate that anxiety by trusting my heavenly father. And then many times I live out of trusting my father because I know he loves me and I love him. Do you live your life from anxiety or do you live it from love? How we spend our time will reflect what and who we trust. After this short break, we will continue looking at redeeming the time. Please visit our website at thesolutionradioshow.com. John posted a comment on the Solution Radio Show website that said, Loved your teaching. 
This knowledge of who we are in Christ is so vitally important to us. What an amazing privilege we have to reconcile people back to our loving Father. God bless you. John is one of many listeners that we hear from here at the Solution Radio Show. Now through the end of March, if you send a donation of any amount, we will send you a copy of Volume 1, God's Magnificent Goodness. Volume 1 contains the first 14 teaching segments of the Solution Radio Show, along with discussion questions at the end of each chapter. Volume 1 may be used as an individual or group study guide. It will be mailed mid-March. Help to make a difference by supporting The Solution Radio Show with your donation. Visit thesolutionradioshow.com and click the Donate button today. This is The Solution Radio Show, exploring God's solution for all mankind, for all time, Jesus Christ, with your host, Greg Backus. Welcome back to The Solution. We are looking at redeeming the time we have in our life. And we saw earlier that God is eternal and that he knows the end before the beginning and that God is loving, that he's kind and he's gracious and he certainly is worthy of our trust. Let's continue on here in uh, the book of Romans, chapter 13. Let's read verses 8 through 14. Verse 8, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loves another has fulfilled the law. For this you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love works no ill to his neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Living the love of God, walking in love, fulfills the law of the Old Testament. Jesus Christ, while he is our perfect example for us today of what it is to live love, he fulfilled all the law to the most minute detail. You know, we can read record after record in the Gospels, and we can see the way that Jesus Christ lived, the way that he loved. Well, let's continue here in Romans 13, verse 11. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of our sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Right now, right now, we are to wake up out of our spiritual slumber. At this present moment, our salvation, our wholeness, is closer than when we first believed. And that wholeness, that, that complete and full wholeness, will be revealed at the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And here it's telling us, right now, it's high time, right now, wake up spiritually. See life from the eternal God's perspective, not tomorrow, not next month, not when I have the right job or, or when I'm married or, or have enough money. No, none of those things. Wake up right now, trusting and giving your all to the God who loves you. Live your life the way Jesus loved. Our wholeness in Christ at his return, it's imminent. It could happen at any moment. Verse 12, it says, The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. What day is it talking about? What day is at hand? The day of the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. In this verse here, far spent means the focus is on an end point. 
The night is far spent. The night is focused upon an end point. The night of the darkness of this world is soon coming to an end. The night is the spiritual darkness of the rulership of the adversary, the devil of this world. Well, the light of the day, it is at hand, and it is the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's continue in verse 13. Let us walk honestly. So until that day of the return, verse 13, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting, and rioting would be binge partying with immoral behavior, another way to translate that, and drunkenness, not in chambering, and and chambering is sexual immorality, and wantonness, wantonness is defined as sinful abandon and unbridled lust, not in strife and not envying. But in contrast to all that, verse 14, put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. What's it telling us here in Romans 13? Right now, right now, today, we need to wake up spiritually and be fully aware that at any moment the Lord Jesus Christ could return. There is no time to waste. To begin to live in the fullness of what our Heavenly Father has called us to today, we must make a completely sold-out decision to put on the mind of Christ, to walk in love, and to manifest God's power. There is no other way to live. It is our living in the love of God and speaking the light of His Word that is what will dispel darkness. And that will bring to those that we reach out to the salvation that God is calling people to. Just yesterday, I spoke with three different people about God. Two were not interested at all. That's fine. That's their choice. But the third one, he had many questions. His questions were about life after death, heaven and hell, praying to saints. We were only together about 20 minutes, and he was visiting from Europe, but I did my best to give him biblical answers to his questions. I also gave him a little pamphlet with the solution web address and my email so that uh, he can reach out to me later if he so desires. I was not a failure with the first two that did not want to hear about God's love for them. I really felt sad for them, and my heart went out to them knowing what they're missing out on. It's a great privilege for us to speak God's word of life to others. The impact of your life, it has eternal benefit when you speak God's word. It's a spiritual ripple, and it's going to continue eternally forever. Here's an invitation to you from me if you're ever in the Chicago area, and if you have a desire to, so to speak, hit the streets and speak God's word with me, contact me. And I'll make the time to hang out with you and minister to others with you. And as a listener, if you have a question about God and the Bible, you can always email me and I'll do my very best to honestly answer your question from God's Word. My email, I'll give it at the end of the show as well, but my email is greg at the com. We really won't know until the return of Jesus Christ, the amazingly tremendous effect that our life has had upon those that we have reached out to and loved with God's love by speaking his word to them and offering to pray with people, offering to minister to them, 
for whatever their need might be. God has great things in store for those that love him and for those that are obedient to his will. And I have to ask that question again that I asked myself earlier. And I ask you, what would it be like to fully trust my Heavenly Father, the God who inhabits eternity and knows the end before the beginning? Wow. What would our life be like if we fully trusted and obeyed God who only desires the best for each of us? We certainly could reach out to others with no fear whatsoever. So often what keeps us from reaching out to others is the fear of what we think other people might think about us. No time for that kind of fear. Not in this life. Not when we're walking with the one true God. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verses 14 through 16. Some tremendous verses here about redeeming the time and trusting God. Here in verse 14 it says, Awake you that sleeps, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, and that's accurate and precise, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Here in Ephesians, this is instruction to those that are faithful in Christ Jesus. We are to wake up spiritually. Let's get out of our spiritual slumber, and Christ will give us light to see. And when we see, we live our lives accurately and precisely according to the will of God. To live outside of God's will would be foolish. To remain in a spiritual slumber when it's available to wake up would be foolish. We are instructed here to be wise. In our being wise, we buy up and hold onto and use the time that's available to us. Redeeming the time here literally means that which we do, do with a sense of urgency and intensity. We are to buy up every opportunity to help people get out of the darkness of this age and into the light of Christ. Why? Because the days are evil and because there's a limited amount of time left. The time is up. It's up when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. Could be today, could be tomorrow, might not be for another 10 years. But today is the day to live the life that God has called you to live, to help others to know the love that God has for them and who they are in Christ and what they have in store through all eternity. I'd like to read those verses in two other translations. This first one here is from the Amplified Bible. Now remember, as we read this, this is addressed to those that are faithful in Christ Jesus. Verse 14, For this reason, he says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people, making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. That's the Amplified Version. The Phillips translation of those same verses, Ephesians 5, uh, 14 through 16, Awake, you who sleep! 
Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Live life, then, with a due sense of responsibility, not as men who do not know the meaning and purpose of life, but as those who do. Make the best use of your time, despite all the difficulties of these days. Could it be any clearer? For such a time as this, you were born to fulfill God's will for your life. There's only one you. You have a purpose. Your purpose is found in Christ. God has already given you all he has to give in Christ. Now he's waiting on us. We believe, we accept God's provision. Now we have something to give to others. You have a limited amount of time to live for God and to impact eternity for those in your sphere of influence. Could be family, friends, co-workers, people you just meet one time day to day. What would it be like to fully trust your Heavenly Father, the one who inhabits all eternity and knows the end before the beginning? Instead of asking, what can God do for me today? How about we ask, God, what can I do for you today? I'd like to close today's show with the song from my friend Scott Powell. It's called, This Day's For You. See what you 
The Solution Radio Show archives are available at thesolutionradioshow.com along with resources to encourage and help in your walk with God. The Solution Radio Show is supported by listeners like you. Make a donation today to join in sustaining God's work at thesolutionradioshow.com. You've been listening to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus, and we thank you for joining us today. God bless you. You are God's very best.